Come, Georgie, let's have it out, she said. I'm perfectly powerless to do anything because she detests me. And you've got to help her and help me and drop your selfishness. Before I came here, she used to run you all and give you little treats like going to her tableau and listening to her stupid old moonlight sonata and talking seven words of Italian. And then I came along with no earthly intention except to enjoy my holidays, and she got it into her head that I was trying to run the place instead of her. Isn't that so? Just say yes. Yes, said Georgie. Well, that puts me in an odious position and a helpless position. I did my best to be nice to her. I went to her house until she ceased to ask me, and asked her here for everything that I thought would amuse her until she ceased to come. I took no notice of her rudeness, which was remarkable, or of her absurd patronising airs, which didn't hurt me in the smallest degree. But, Georgie, she would continue to make such a dreadful ass of herself, and think it was my fault. Was it my fault that she didn't know the Spanish quartet when she heard it? or that she didn't know a word of Italian when she pretended she did, or that the other day, it was the last time I saw her when you played your Debussy to us at Aunt Jane's, she talked to me about inverted fifths. Olga suddenly burst out laughing, and Georgie assumed the risum face of intense curiosity. You must tell me about that, he said, and I'll tell you the rest which you don't know. Olga succumbed too, and began to talk in Aunt Jane's voice, for she had adopted her as an aunt. Well, it was last Monday week, she said, or was it Sunday? No, it couldn't have been Sunday, because I don't have anybody to tea that day, as Elizabeth goes over to Jacob's and spends the afternoon with Atkinson or the other way about, which doesn't signify, as the point is that Elizabeth should be free. So it was Monday, and Aunt Jane, it's me talking again, had the tea party at which you played Poisson d'Or. And when it was finished, Mrs. Lucas gave a great sigh and said, Poor Georgino, wasting his time over that rubbish, though she knew quite well that I had given it to you. And so I said, Would you call it rubbish, do you think? And she said, Quite. Every rule of music is violated. Don't those inverted fifths make you wince, Miss Bracely? Olga laughed again and spoke in her own voice. Oh, Georgie, she is an ass, she said. What she meant, I suppose, was consecutive fifths. You can't invert a fifth. So I said, I really meant it as a joke. Of course there is that, but you must forgive Debussy that, for the sake of that wonderful passage of submerged tenths. And she took it quite gravely, and shook her head, and said she was afraid she was a purist. What happened next? That's all I know. 